1: In today's show, we talk about some different date ideas you can enjoy so your marriage doesn't take a vacation during all your summer fun.
0: And as we talk about summer, I found this quote attributed to Anonymous that says, remember the tans will fade, but the memories will last forever. And we're going to be encouraging you to create new memories with all of the ideas that we discuss in today's show. Mm-hmm. But those of you that have been around for a while or those of you that are brand new, we start each and every One Extraordinary Marriage show with a hug. And the hug is an opportunity for you to hear from others in the one family who have experienced transformation and who have a strong hope for what will be happening in their marriage. And This week's hug is sponsored by BarkBox and you can check them out at BarkBox.com one. BarkBox is a new and exciting way to gift, whether it's your son, daughter, or a friend who would love a monthly surprise for their beloved pup. BarkBox is the perfect gift for your loved one. Each gift subscription includes toys and treats and a unique theme. And BarkBox has a number of ways that you can send a gift and make a lucky pup the happiest pooch on the block. Now, Tony and I sent this to a friend of ours and she sent us a video of her sweet max opening up the box. He was so Well, ac- she
1: opened up the box and then Max got to see everything in the box.
0: It's true. It was like, you know, when you um, watch different TV shows and they do the big reveal, this was Max's big reveal. Yep. And he couldn't have been more excited. He kept running back and forth to the box to see what would be next coming out of it. And I'm thrilled that we could do something special for her favorite dog and have it sent directly to her. And the best part, it had all kinds of unique toys and treats that I know I wouldn't have been able to find anywhere else. No. And all of the edibles are made in the U.S. and Canada. Now, here's what I love about BarkBox. They love your dog's happiness so much that they'll replace any item that your dog doesn't like. Scout's honor. Now, BarkBox wanted to do something special for the one family. When you visit BarkBox.com one and subscribe to a six or 12 month plan, then select yes, please. When asked, have a playful pup, you're gonna receive a free extra premium toy added to your Bark Box every month. So give the gift that keeps on giving with a Bark Box subscription box. Your furry friend is sure to thank you. Now this week's hug comes from an email that we recently received from um, a wife that's been a member of the one family for a little while now.
1: Yeah, for some time.
0: And she said it all started with a dare. You know it's gonna be good when, when we're starts, starting with a dare. You know it. She said, it preceded by what had become a frequent, in quotes, lively discussion. I'm not saying argument about sex in our marriage. We've done one seven-day challenge and then things went back to normal. Normal for us is sex nearly every other day, but I wasn't really happy about the quality.
1: Which is a lot. Let's just put that yeah, out there. I mean that, that, that's that's more than what Elisa and I are doing.
0: <laughs> she said, quantity is fine if it's good. I'm also the low desire spouse. We've skirted around the idea of scheduling sex, the intimacy lifestyle, but for some reason my hubby can't wrap his head around it. Why do we need to schedule it? How will I remember whose day it is? I could have sex every day. Scheduling doesn't make sense. Why can't it just happen? I know what the two of you were thinking, and so was I. So I said, okay, I dare you to agree to a sixty-day challenge, and this doesn't just mean the same old sex for sixty days. We have to work on taking this to a new level. So he said, yes. And I kind of gulped 60 days. How could I do this? That sounds vaguely familiar. I think we I, had that conversation ourselves mm-hmm, in our marriage. Mm-hmm. She said, right after this call to love arrived and I read it cover to cover. He and I listened to portions of the audio. It was inspiring and reinforced, what we had learned in he zig, she zags and much more. And praying has become more frequent as well for better sex, for more connection, for courage to be creative, for the strength to live out our commitment. We became very intentional about sex, about making it different and exploring new ways of being intimate. Seven days came and went. Then 15, 35, we marveled at our endurance. We're 10 days from 60 at this point. It hasn't been fireworks every day, but it has been quite a journey. We've had two serious fights that at any other time I would have pouted and not been open to intimacy afterwards. Mm -hmm. But this commitment helped us connect much more quickly and get back on track. We learned a number of things, not the least of which is that feelings, for example, I don't feel like it, are fleeting and with intention can be overcome. Sure, we've had to take time out for some short-term illness, but have made it a point to resume once we were able. As we approach our 10th anniversary this June, I'm feeling really confident this challenge will be a catalyst for much more growth in the years to come. It is my hope he will be open, more open Adopting the intimacy lifestyle after this simply because for the last 50 days, he hasn't had to wonder when he's gonna get some.
1: It's so rad, I love it. And I'm gonna put links. Um, this one family listener added some stuff, you know, talking about call to love and he's X, she's So I'm gonna put those in the uh, the show notes for you guys to check out. But this is what this is where, where things change, this is how it happens, you guys. And and sometimes we can get stuck in our own our own little mess in our head going, well, my spouse won't do this or I can't do this. And, and every once in a while, we got we to gotta take a step of faith and faith is believing in something we can't see. Mm-hmm. And so we don't know if we, we didn't know 60 days was going to happen. Like we, we just had to go day by day by day, which is what this couple has done. And my goodness, what a way to, to ring in year 10.
0: Absolutely. They're off to an amazing start. And, And you know what I love about this couple, and it actually, you know, ties in with what we're talking about with summer fun is that, that they kept trying new things. Right. Right. You know, she mentioned they tried the seven days of sex challenge. She mentioned call to love. She mentioned he's, and they kept working on their marriage. And that's, that's what we need to do as we're, you know, in the middle of summer, Right. There are so many things that, you know, that summer means, right? It means, you know, vacation schedules. And for those of you that have kids, the kids are home or the kids are staying up later.
1: Or... or you're trying to have sex with the kids at home much more than they normally are.
0: Exactly. You've got traveling, you know, spending time with friends and, and you can be doing all of these amazing, incredible things. And then in a lot of cases, marriage takes a backseat to everything else right? Especially your date nights, because you got all those other things filling up your calendar, Mm -hmm. right? And 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 let's face it, we want to say yes to all the fun things, right? But we often find ourselves saying yes to so many other things and so many other people that sometimes we're saying no to our spouses.
1: Right. Or when we do squeeze it in, it's something that's quick and neither of you really Enjoy it mm-hmm. because it's more of a, a second thought, a third thought, than you guys being intentional and being the priority.
0: Right, because you're trying to cram, you're trying to cram it into to those little windows mm-hmm. that you get. Oh, well, let's just go grab an ice cream cone together, or let's let's go play putt And guys, I'm not saying any of those things are bad. What the challenge becomes, and are you being intentional to really make that a date with your spouse? because it's so easy for us to get distracted by all the other shiny and fun things we have going on over the summer. But each and every one of you that made the decision to, to become part of the one family, to listen to this podcast, what we know about you is that each and every one of you are dedicated to creating an extraordinary marriage, which also means that we're dedicated. We've made a decision not to take a summer vacation from our marriages. Right right? It's not like kids. I mean, any of you that have kids or have seen every television show that's ever been made about the last day of school with the kids when they all come streaming out of, of the school and they're, you know, throwing their books and throwing their papers and, and they're doing nothing for the next three months, right? That's childhood, mm-hmm. right? This thing called marriage means that we stay intentional all year round, Right, because out of that intention, you know, and, and Tony and I have done it ourselves.
1: Oh yeah, like I,
0: I mean, I can't tell you how many times that, you know, even this week as we're you know looking at the kids' schedules, and I'm like, okay, well, I've got this one going here and there, and this one's got practice, and this one's got lessons, and and this one's doing stuff with friends, and oh, by the way, yeah, you're going to see your parents, and and this, and
1: we want to do a barbecue with some friends over here, and and adding all these little things, in, it, it can overwhelm our calendar.
0: Right. And you find yourself with maybe a week or two has gone by and you're like, where's our time? What was the last time that, that you and I spent time together? What was the last time? And, and here's what happens. That disconnect, folks, that disconnect happens, you know, so quietly, right? Because when, when we've got fun stuff going on and, and your calendars feel full, You might not realize that the disconnect is happening between you and your spouse. You might not realize because you went out with friends and because you were doing stuff with the kids that, that the two of you haven't had a date night, that the two of you haven't had that one-on-one time. I mean, we have a fire pit in our backyard and, and, you know, Tony and I enjoy sitting by the fire pit, but the last few times that we've pulled the, uh, you know, lit the fire pit, I was going to say pull it out well it stays out all the time. (laughs) The last few times we've always had other people around. We're like, Hey, come over and have s'mores. Hey, you know, come over and hang out by the fire pit. And and even as you know, we're sharing this with you guys, we're thinking to ourselves, when was the last time it was just the two of us
1: sitting around the fire pit,
0: sitting around the fire pit. And you know, summer short guys, let me me be really clear summer, you know, depending on where your kids go to school or what, you know, we're talking three months, 90 days, which doesn't seem like that long of a period of time overall, right? You're like, you know, it's one quarter of the year. No big deal. One, you know, it's one season. But let me tell you something. If you don't get intentional about dating your spouse for a quarter of the year, if you don't get intentional about spending that time with your spouse for 90 days, that disconnect grows exponentially,
1: Uh
0: right? It's not just like, oh, well, we'll pick it up again when the kids go to school in the fall, or we'll pick it up again when it's not so hot out, or we'll pick it. You get out of, it's like any muscle, you consider dating your spouse a muscle, right? And any muscle that you don't work that doesn't get used stops working, right? It's why, it's why each and every week you come to the One Extraordinary Marriage Show. Why? Because you're stretching your marriage muscle. It's why we encourage, you know, you guys, the listener that wrote in, you know, she talked about the intimacy lifestyle, right? That's a muscle, in more ways than one that's getting exercised. That's right. Right. When you make a decision to have an extraordinary marriage, you make a decision that you're going to exercise all of your marriage muscles. And, and, you know, as we're talking about summer, one of the easy ones, like we've said, is this date night muscle. Right. And so we want to share in, in the season of, you know, relaxing and fun. We just don't want to relax so much that we're not being intentional about our marriages. So we want to, we want to share some specific dates That are gonna encourage you guys to exercise this dating muscle in the midst of everything else that you've got going on. It's gonna encourage you to to really stretch this summer and, and allow the two of you to foster that connection. Even when, even when maybe you feel like, oh my gosh, there's so much going on. We're gonna we're gonna give you the tools to carve out the time for the two of you so that when this season is over, you're just as connected if not more connected, because you didn't take that summer vacation.
1: Right. So and what you want to do though, is make sure you get out your pen and papers. Oh, good. Because yeah, we're going to give up. you a, a list of these. And, and these are just different date ideas, romantic date ideas. Um, they just they, We run the gamut mm-hmm. and we're looking at just different things to help you guys go, okay, hey, that's a fun idea. And like anything we share here, anything we share, hey, pick something. You know, determine how many times you get how many dates you're gonna do over this summer. Hey, if, if you guys are a once a monther, then cool. That's awesome. Pick three of these. And like we've always said, make it work for your guys' marriage. So tweak it mm-hmm. to be the best for you guys. But make sure, grab your pen and paper. And uh, we're going to get into it right now.
0: And if you're driving, don't grab pen and paper. Don't grab. Just plan on listening to it once or twice, or maybe when you get to the office or wherever you're going, because we just definitely don't want you writing and driving all at the same time. But before we start digging deep into specific dates, you know, one of the one of the ideas that you might want to do is just consider a fun afternoon together at the park, the two of you and your favorite furry friends but don't forget to pick up your free extra premium toy in your bark box when you visit barkbox.com/1 and subscribe to a 6 or 12 month plan selecting that yes please when asked if you have a playful pup it's a great way for the two of you to just get out and have some fun Mm-hmm. Right. And, and you know what? It doesn't hurt if Fido gets a little exercise in the process. Drive. So let's talk about some of those fun summertime dates. And, and we're going to share ones that, that have really had an impact on our marriage. And one of the, one of the first ones I want to share is this whole idea of doing a progressive dinner drive.
1: Mm-hmm. So yeah, I love. This is one of my favorites.
0: It, it, it's a favorite because you can you can do this if you're on vacation and you're in a new city right? You can do this if it's just your regular old stomping ground and you just know different places. And the idea behind a progressive dinner is that you don't have an entire meal all in one restaurant. That's right. Right. So you'll pick a restaurant, you know, essentially three different restaurants, right? Where you're going to have, um, one restaurant, you're going to have an appetizer. So you'll go and you'll start your evening off or afternoon. If you're doing lunchtime, start off early Go find that great place, those appetizers that you just love, right? Or maybe it's a happy hour that you want to go to because you know it's like mm-hmm. half price appetizers, bonus. Uh, so you start there with the happy hour and, or the appetizers and then you go and go drive somewhere else for dinner, right? What's that favorite spot that your husband or wife has wanted to try? And you're like, oh, you know what? We're going to do it on this progressive dinner. And then finally you wrap it up somewhere else for dessert, Mm-hmm. Right. So over the course of a night, you get to try three different restaurants. Again, if you're in a new city, maybe on vacation, what a great way to explore wherever you're at.
1: And for many cities, especially vacation cities, and even places like San Diego or Orange County, where we live here in, San, in uh, Southern California, you can park your car at one place mm-hmm. and walk from one place to the next, which is really the way we've done it before, where you know, having that appetizer, sitting down, relaxing. And then once we are done, just walking around for a little bit, looking for the next place, sometimes, you know, asking locals, where is a great place to go? Maybe even like looking at the lines and knowing that, Hey, it's okay if you're going to stand in line for a little bit, or it's going to be a half hour wait. Um, because it's not a rush, you know, there's no, there's no like time limit. We're here to enjoy ourselves. We have the babysitters. Um, or everything 's already set up, mm-hmm. and so by doing that you know you're you 're doing that a little bit of that walk and talk as well, and you 're not just planting yourself in one spot and and i I will have to say more and more recently for myself, I just feel like restaurants are just they're they 're trying to get you in and out as quickly as they can, and so by doing this, you get to enjoy each one mm-hmm. because even if they 're trying to get you out quickly you 're still in two places, especially for your appetizer dinner, and then dessert, depending if you're just walking by somewhere and, and picking something up, you can do another little walk and talk along the way from there.
0: And a variation on this that we've also done, you know, taking this whole progressive idea is to look for the best stuff. Yep. Right. We do this, especially when we're traveling um, or on vacations where we'll, you know, best stuff, where's the best place to get an appetizer? Where's the best dinner? Where's the best dessert? And you can combine that with this progressive dinner. So now if you're in a new place on vacation, you're getting to find all of the top spots Mm -hmm. and really just cultivating that. Um, Another fun, uh, fun date idea is to get out and do things that you wouldn't normally do. So those of you that have been listening for a while, you know that Tony is a cyclist, um, which means two wheels, road bike, hard saddle, not anything that I am interested in doing. Like you will never hear one extraordinary marriage episode where I'm like, yeah, I went out riding with Tony. Not going to happen. It it actually mm, saves probably our marriage. Will not. <laughs> it will save our marriage that I would never get on a bike with Tony. But what we've done in the past, because I can get him to go on a beach cruiser with me right? and living in San Diego, there are a lot of great places where you can, you know, get out and go for just those casual rides.
1: And here's other things. Here are other options on this there are segway tours you know look on mm-hmm. group on living social any of these things so there you have like these segway tours you have kayaking tours mm-hmm. um there are you know urban hiking tours there are different things that fall into this area Adventure. you know of hey get, get a cruiser whatever it may be take that and go off for a date. I mean, we've done kayaking mm-hmm. uh, tours here uh, locally at La Jolla Shores, and I think it was about an hour and a half. Yeah, give or take. You know, hour and a half, two hours total, and you know, getting down there and then doing a nice lunch afterwards. So, you know, you can do different things. I know some friends have done Segway tours; mm-hmm. they've loved them. There, there are different city tours. I mean, it's just taking yourselves in your area, or maybe you you live in a smaller area, and maybe you're going to the big town nearby. And you're just going to explore it in a different way. I mean, there are some places I know that have horse-drawn carriage rides. I mean, there's so many different things that we can do if we look for them. And again, Groupon, Living Social, those are in any of those other, Entertainment Book, any of those outlets, you can find uh, those deals.
0: Well, and I know, I was just talking to one of my coaching clients the other day, and um, their anniversary was this past weekend. And she had actually... Um, as an adventure for their anniversary had chosen one of those like city scavenger hunts.
1: Oh, that, yeah, that's something we've talked about. That's something we've to talked do. about doing. Yeah. Right. Maybe and because be you summer. have,
0: you, sometimes it's like with an app or they give you a map or whatever. And it's like a two hour tour of where you are. You may not, and it's all these like hidden gems or restaurants or whatever it is that you go exploring in, in your locale, you know, and what a great way to just get out and learn and try new things together. Um, the next one that I want to share because this is a favorite of ours is attend an outdoor musical orchestra concert theater production whatever it is. There's something we did this actually. This actually goes all the way back to our first summer together. We saw Midsummer's Night uh, in Boulder, our very very first. was looking at
1: me with Shakespearean like, festival. The Shakespearean uh, I, festival. That's that's exactly when when we put this up here. That was the, the thing that just went to my head. Is Shakespearean festivals mm-hmm. because they're they're going on all over the place um, at different you know in different cities and what a way to experience if this is something you enjoy doing together, uh, I love it.
0: I mean, we mentioned Shakespeare there, but you know, I know throughout communities because I've seen it just you know different news stories and things like that. You know, summer movies in the park, mm-hmm. right? We've done that before. Summer music in the park, right? Check your local parks and rec and see what their summer offerings are. Because, you know, there's something about being outside, right? You've got your blanket, maybe Mm -hmm. you've done a picnic. Um, You know, it's just the two of you, it gets dark.
1: Well, you you said maybe do a picnic. I was going to add that in is another idea though is, is pack a picnic. There you go. You know, or grab one, you know, whatever you want to do there. And go somewhere, and this—that's you know—you could go to a beach, a park. You could take it on a hike. Guys, wear the backpack. You know, I'll—we uh, <laughs> have this awesome plush picnic backpack that I'll uh, put a link to, that you can check out. But put that on. Go, you know, in an afternoon. Go to the top of a a, a hill, a mountain, mm-hmm. a grassy landing, whatever it is, and enjoy that summertime evening. Because I I get it, and we get it. We live in San Diego. We live east of the beach by about 15 miles. So the temperature from the beach to where we live can be as much as 20, 25 degrees. Mm-hmm. So during the day, I'm not like going to be huffing and puffing up to even our local <laughs> peak right behind us called Twin Peaks. I mean, it's one of those things where a, a pack a picnic and and enjoy that would be evening time. Like we're going to see the sunset and we're going to have like flashlights to get down or we're going to enjoy, you know, the bit of the the, the sunset and then we're going to get ourselves down before it's completely dark. But you can combine both of those. Yeah.
0: Because here's the thing, when, when you're having that experience and what I want to say real quick about like this whole outdoor theater entertainment, you know, venue idea is that yes, will there be other people around? Sure. But make it be about the two of you. Mm -hmm. right? Make it be about, you know, choosing a show that you want to see, listening to the music. You know, if you're going to one of those, you know, outdoor concerts or music festivals, start singing along, right? Get into the moment with your, because that's where the memories come from, right? It's like the quote that I opened the show with, the tans will fade, but the memories will last, Mm -hmm. right? This is all about creating those summertime memories, just like the ones you had as a kid, right? We mm-hmm. all have those memories of, oh yeah, that was the summer that we did, you know, X, Y, Z. We, we you and I, you know, yeah every one of you listen to this, we need to have those same summer memories for our marriages. So we need to get involved in the process of making that happen. And, you know, Tony talked about hiking and how, you know, doing that during the summer when it's, you know, 95 plus here in certain areas of San Diego, not something, you know, we're super excited about, but hiking, you know, during a full moon hike, doing evening hikes, trail hikes, that type of thing where you can just get out and you start to hear all like the crickets and the, you know, just that kind of evening buzz mm-hmm. happening around you. And just being able to like see the moon rise, like pull out your, you know, Google it, you know, moonrise. And, and so know when you're going to have a full moon, it's amazing you guys, to be outside and experiencing that on a hike or, you know, sitting somewhere up on a grassy knoll in the park when it, there's a full moon. Mm-hmm. You know, it reminds me of the movie Moonstruck that song, when the moon hits your eye, like a big pizza pie, yeah. I'm not going to sing for you guys. That would be torture. But you know what I'm talking about? A full moon's very romantic. And over summer, guess what? There happens to be three of them.
1: That's right. You, you have the opportunity. And, and here's something I want to say before we even move a little bit forward. and give you some of these, uh, other ideas. We, we have to address our phones and how much, how much of our phones are we using? You know, like Elisa brought up, you know, the city scavenger hunt that it's on an app. Got it. Need to use it for that. Do we need to, during this summertime, we're taking our spouse out. Do we need to have our phone with us? do we need to take a picture for all to see, or are we going to just have those memories imprinted in our own brain and memory? Mm. And that's something each of us has to think about. And I say that because I need to hear that as well. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I I feel like even for myself recently, just going out with Elisa, too much is sitting on that phone again. And I need to break that habit. And as we're going through this, it just came to me going, yeah, you know what, That that needs to stay in the car. Um, again we we've always said, "Hey, we have kids, so we always bring one, but that one is sitting at the bottom of the purse or the or the backpack or something, and it's not coming out. Mm-hmm. And so it's just something for you guys to talk about before going out, um, because we really want you to enjoy these, and I, and personally, I want to enjoy my my romantic dates with Elisa. I don't want to like try to take a picture of the moon and miss the moon in that time being able to to have my arm around her waist and kissing her. Because I'm looking through the moon through a screen. Why don't we just look at it as it rises up as we're sitting on the banks of a a lake or, you know, a creek or the ocean?
0: Absolutely. And, you know, I was just having that conversation with a coaching couple the other day because we were talking about both phones going on dates. And I'm like, just pick one. Whichever one of you tends to put your eyes on the phone the most, that one stays. That one stays home, you know, because we know there are memories that you want to capture. Don't spend don't spend so much energy on capturing the moment that you miss being in the moment, right? Cause it's super easy for us to do with our phones. We're like, Oh, I'm going to post it to Facebook or Instagram or wherever. Yeah. Why don't you, why don't you create the memory? Mm-hmm. And then you can tell people about it after, right? It doesn't have to always have a photographic um, imprint because the imprint that happens between the two of you, the connection that happens between the two of you, I promise you is worth more than whatever picture you took. I promise, you know? And so, you know, as we're just wrapping up a couple more of these, you know, we talked about the full moon and all that kind of stuff, but find the best place in your area to watch the sunrise or the sunset. You know, depending on if you're a morning person or more of a night owl, you all know what's best in your marriage. But make it a point Mm -hmm. to do it, to do that at least once during the summer. There's something absolutely magical about that quiet time around sunrise and sunset. And we've experienced this so often, like on our hiking trips, um, when Tony and I would hike and backpack together and just, you know, when the sun starts to come through the tent and we're like, oh, we got to get up and catch it. And you just, you watch the sunlight come or at the end of the day, you watch it fade. And just that, that quiet stillness, our, our marriages need that space of quiet and stillness for connection, for, for just calmness, Mm-hmm. In our relationships and you want to create a memory you create you create the opportunity to have calmness and quiet in your marriage,
1: yeah, and we've been blessed the last two places we've lived at we have amazing places that we get to enjoy those sunsets and, and just to sit out on our our patios and uh and and, and explore and not explore them but just enjoy them mm-hmm. you know another one hey we're all gonna come to this uh Fourth of July mm-hmm. here at least in the United States for all our u s uh Listeners, we have fireworks you know that come out on on Fourth of July um, for for many places where you may be vacationing they do nightly fireworks you know different different places do that enjoy that you know get out there have the wonderment of a kid again and, and sometimes that's hard as we get we, we get into this world of adulting um, you know we we sit there and we're like ah we've seen it, we've done it, this is boring and yet, if we could just take a step back sometimes and just enjoy the 15 minutes in mm. wonderment, um, how much can we learn from that in our own marriages and, and the wonder and the, the newness or the exploration that we could have in our own marriages? You know, because it, honestly, I mean, we've seen this, uh, I have, I'm 44 years old. I've seen it many a times and, and this year is going to be a fun one because we got invited to go on a boat uh, for this Fourth of July and watch the fireworks from a boat—that's going to be new for me. I've never done that, so I really want to be in that place of of, of wonder and, and enjoyment.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and the reality is, is that as you make each and every one of these memories, you have the opportunity to create fireworks in your own marriage, mm-hmm. right? Make this be the summer that, that you oo and ah, just like everybody does when they're watching fireworks. You oo and ah over every memory that the two of you are creating.
1: Yeah. All right, you guys. So we hope we gave you some good ideas there to have some romantic dates over this summer. Pick one, pick two of them, mold them to what works for you guys, right? Or put two of them together, whatever it may be. The goal is, is that you go and do it. Here's the thing. The one that is listening, you are listening right now. Do not expect your spouse to read your mind and pick one of these for you. You need to take action. You need to be intentional in your marriage. Pick the date with your spouse and then pick one of these and go do it. We love you guys. Have a fantastic week. And we're excited to hear from you on, because we'd love to share your hug on how your romantic date night ended up. So share that at info at marriage.com or call it in at 858-876-5663. We love you guys. Have a fantastic week and we'll catch you next week.